0: It's BMAS and Beamer, News Radio nine thirty W B
1: E N nine zero seven, and it's BMAS and Beamer on W B E N. All right, what do you think? Uh, Bills and Rams today. Bills fever. What are you doing tonight? Eight zero three zero nine thirty. Let's get let's get this going. What are you doing today? What are you doing tomorrow? And what'd you wear to work? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> what are you wearing? What are you doing tomorrow, and what are you wearing? Um, no, yeah, but uh, what what is it like where you are right now? I this is where all those people who are able to work
2: from home they they won they won this yeah. is this is a win for them.
1: This is this is the spot here. I mean, if you are working from home tomorrow, I'm guessing you're not working that much. But what's the plan? I know so many people, and I'm you know typically one of them. I'll be here tomorrow morning, but which I, is surprising to me because yeah, you are well, there's too many games. I mean, you, you have to pick and choose. Um, you know, I've already got two later in the year that I'm I've taken a day off of work around the, uh, two primetime games. Um, the Tuesday after the home opener? No, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to the home opener either. I'm here the Tuesday after the home opener. I will be here too. And you're going? Yeah, I. You might not even make it here.
2: (laughs) I think I'll be all right. The
1: last time after a Monday night football game, I think I got home at like one. That was an eight twenty kickoff. Yeah, so midnight, you'll be
2: home. By the way, you know we've talked about it being an eight twenty kickoff, and not just I don't mean you and I. I mean everyone's been talking. You know, late game. I heard no lie. I heard a debate yesterday when picking up an order. Uh, two people debating what time the game was tonight. One person said, no, it's 7. And the other person saying, no, it's 8.30. So this was a fun... In- uh, I didn't interrupt. I just let them continue arguing over the time. Yeah. Uh, no,
1: 7 is a week from this upcoming Monday. Yes. 8.20,
2: allegedly. So it time. is misleading, though, because NBC's coverage starts at 7. So that is misleading uh, when people see the commercial. Well, I'll I'll be watching that,
1: too, probably. I'll be getting uh, all ready pregame and everything like that. I'll be pretty psyched by 7. But, yeah, what's the workplace like today? What's it going to be like tomorrow? I know so many people who have planned their schedules and their holiday work-vacation schedule around these games. Um, And after a couple years of having a bunch of these games, what does it look like for you? Do you have a plan if you're watching the Bills and you know the game is not going to end until after eleven o'clock, because you should, <laughs> like that's a there's a there should be something that probably goes into it. I don't maybe that's uh, just me because we uh, you know get up early and we're in here you know early hey, mics turn on at five a.m. That's right. and we're here before that. But I think for even even if you start work right now. There's something to that. There's some sort of plan going into am I
2: working the next day? What are you doing? Yeah, and you know, as you pointed out uh, this morning, Brian, asking tomorrow off might have actually been a good idea. You're going to get a long weekend, good weather. You know, some of these later games you're not going to be. It's not going to be a uh warm, sunny weekend, 3-day weekend uh for some, but you know, maybe you want to do it around the holiday time, you take after that Patriots game. Uh, but it, it's interesting, yeah, because we come in at, you know, 4, uh, and the game will end midnight. But there are people, you know, 9 o'clock, well, you still have to get up at 7 unless you work from home. Then you can literally go to bed right after the game in front of the TV, wake up in front of the TV, and start going to work.
1: I mean, that is, uh, that's a nice one, too. So if you were to take off all the, somebody texting in, eight oh three oh nine thirty, if you want to give us a call or text. Uh, they say they work at a machine shop. We have an entire department off. Nice. Tomorrow. There's part of this, too, where you got to get in early, right? You know that these, as soon as the schedule comes out, you got to be sending in those requests for dates off because if there's only so many people who can take off at once, you got to be one of the
2: first. That's right. They cut it off. You ever work at a job where you got your request in too late? Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Me too. I um, I I was mentioning this when we were talking with Walt Smetana, uh, Franco's Pizza earlier this morning. And I was asking about, you know, how many people ask off. There's got to be, you know, a ton of people who don't want to work for obvious reasons during the Bills game. Uh, Even though that's your busiest time is during the Bills game. Uh, Because I remember, for me, it was Mother's Day. Working at, at the ice cream shop, and it would be free for mothers on Mother's Day. So every Mother's Day was a line wrapped around the door. It was just horrendous. I couldn't imagine. So you worked it once? No. And that's how, oh, so you 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 got the the head start on this. I was told what Mother's Day is like, and I said, okay, not working that day. And there's <laughs> there's no amount of tips that could be put in that jar that would make me want to be here on at any point on that Sunday to deal with that. I put my name
2: in the calendar right away. I'm out of here. So they allowed you to take off Mother's Day. Well, you can't. I mean, what are you going to do? Well, if you work at a pizzeria, you cannot take off Super Bowl Sunday. I
1: remember that. I, but you know what? With the climate now where every single place – and this goes back to uh, something we were talking about the other week, you know, who gets fired. Every single – if you're in the food industry, every single restaurant, anything, has help wanted in somewhere in there. So do you have a fear of being let go because you take off one day? You know, just go yeah, just. I mean, wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to be here on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm not going to be here on Bills game day, at a pizza place, a restaurant, wherever you might be. Can they afford to fire you at that point? Like, yeah, probably not going to happen. Probably good risk. And you know, if they did fire you, you could and find another job. And it's not job. like not showing up. It's not like you were. I, I'm. I'm telling you, two weeks in advance, a month in advance, this day, I'm not going to be here. Yes. So, I, you know, what are you going to do now? Yeah. Again? Use use the uh, the work climate to your advantage. Uh, The same guy texted in, machine shop, entire department off tomorrow, and a pizzeria after work. They have a hard close at 8 p.m. so they can all get home. That's nice. That is, I think, perfect. 8.20 kickoff. You're going to be hungry before 8 o'clock. So if you're a pizza place and you're open just until 8 o'clock, listen, we're going to get everyone their pizzas at 6 o'clock. We're going to get everyone the pizza at 7 o'clock. Hey, 8 o'clock, right before uh, game time, let's go, but... All of our employees are getting out of here at 8 that's nice. so that they
2: can enjoy the game. That's a smart idea. I like that. I like that. Another person says that their normal bedtime is 2 a.m. What are you doing up now? That that was my th- – <laughs> seven hours later? 2 a.m., you wake up at 9.
1: I don't – you know, to each their own, but that's no way to live retired life if I was uh, – No.
2: I'm, I'm thinking like, uh, you know, 11 to 9. Oh, see i'm I'm the total opposite. I think when when I retire <laughs> this conversation's gone when I retire, I will go to bed early and wake up early. really? That's how most retired people do it. I can't picture you have to wake
1: up early for work and you don't go to bed early. yeah, but so why would so when you have no responsibility in the morning, that's right all of a sudden you're gonna do what you should have been doing when you were working. You make a good
2: point but <laughs> no, know, so, a lot of retired people seem know, like a great plan they go to bed early. You know, everyone that I know that's retired, except for my dad, uh, goes to bed before 9 o'clock and they wake up at 5. No,
1: so you could have had people who are, as soon as the bill schedule came out, they were looking at it, they would have said, all right, uh, they opened the season on a Thursday night, 8 20. I'm going to take off that next Friday. Uh, Next game's on a Monday night. I'm going to take off uh, the next Tuesday. There's two uh, right away. Then you have the Packers game, Sunday night football. Uh, Well, Monday night, Uh, that's number three that I would be taking off. Uh, Then the Bills and Patriots, December 1st. Is that uh, Thursday night? Yes. Uh, That could be another. uh, So there's four. And uh, you have Bills, Bengals, January 2nd, Monday night football. Well, there you go. There's number five that you could that's a whole week of vacation i'm gonna bet that some people put in right away strictly for the ability to watch late night bills games and not have to worry about the morning after
2: yeah if you have the days right if you have the days uh brian you and i not did not have enough days to take off after every game so i think i do oh well, look at you. I don't. So I strategically uh, decided that I will be here after every late night game. But there is
1: also it's some, like to me, it's like being here after Election Day. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, there is. There's some of it uh, bigger for most people. More people are going to watch the Bills game than there are people who vote. Yes. So I this mean, is it, true. It is that level of you know. Listen, you're if you're awake the next day, you're going to be tuned in not to find out what happened, but to relive it. Yep. A little bit. The next morning. Um, And what was the day I was thinking of? They play, don't they play right after, um, no, oh, Christmas Eve. I thought they played the day after Christmas. I was thinking that would be like another day. You'd extend your Christmas holiday uh, to the day after, after Christmas. And any of these games on
2: Sunday could still get flexed to a night game
1: later in the season. There could be more uh, night games. I, I don't know. I'm looking at you Bills Dolphins Bills Patriots uh, later on in the year who you know who knows what could happen uh, at that point but it is a thing that i think a lot of people are thinking about not just the game but if you are an early riser you have to get up in the morning on friday i i don't care how big of a bills fan you are because it happens to me it's always in the back of your head i'm thinking back to Monday night, last year against the Titans, that oh, game yeah. is going down to the wire. You know, I am sitting there hoping that the Bills blow them out. Not just because I love the Bills, but because then I can go to bed. Uh, you know, I, I don't have to stay up for the whole game. And when the game inches closer, it gets further along, and, you know, the clock seems to be ticking a little bit slower. There's always that in the back of your head. If you have to get up and you have responsibilities in the morning of like, all right, you know, can this, can this thing just end already? Yeah. Like, are we... <laughs> I love this, but it's getting a little... It's why we were talking earlier this week. It's great to be on the national stage. It's great to have this hype. You're the only game in the league. You got all the eyes of the football world
2: on you. There is something to be said about Sundays at 1 o'clock. Friday's going to hit hard. No matter what, Friday's going to hit a lot of us hard that have to go to work. But, you know, a lot of people planning out if they're going to take off, what they're going to take off. A lot of people planning how they're going to watch the game tonight and some people have been playing that for uh, quite some time but then we have people like brian and we are now 9 18 on game day still still waiting to see what that spread's going to be tonight
1: oh yeah i have no idea that yeah dinner dinner plans who knows the um the you mentioned what are you wearing and in a totally platonic way right um it is one of those days, you know, Bill's game day where I, I think that's offices all across, you know, no matter where you are, schools certainly. I mean school is one of those things where teachers, kids, everyone oh, yeah. is gonna be all decked out, d- d- red, white, and blue. Bill's Day. What is the rule tomorrow? Bill's Day. So win win
2: or lose? Well when Bills Day. Lose, though, no? You're Still disowning the team? Still Bill's Day. <laughs> you know, like John Murphy said, we could be 3-3 three and three after six games. And, you know, yeah, don't jump off the bandwagon.
1: I uh, I think I think it's going to carry over until tomorrow, too. Yeah. Just a little bit. Bill's weekend. Probably Sunday as yeah. well. You know, it, it is going to be Bill's weekend. You have to be the person who... My favorite day to where your team is the day after they get knocked out of the playoffs the season's over got us something like that you got that's that's when they need you everyone's going to wear the jersey on game day i mean that's how you support the team you, the day after you're eliminated you go on you say all right i i hate this but i still got your back
2: i have to raise my hand i will have a bills hat on tomorrow but tomorrow is also virginia tech day so i have to wear a tech jersey tomorrow but with a bills hat regardless of what happens wow so you're going to look extra ridiculous well, I look ridiculous all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Virginia Tech jersey, Bill's hat. Yeah, the normal. Uh... I... Oh my! I don't have my hat on right now, but I had. I walked in with a Bill's jersey, Tech hat. So,
1: oh, looking good, Joe.
2: Thank you, thank That's... you, Brian. I, you know, I, I'm feeling rough this morning, but I appreciate the uh, appreciate the compliment. Yeah, but uh, hey, we want to know uh, from
1: you eight hundred three hundred nine thirty what you're doing uh, for tonight, and where your expectations are. This is another thing, Joe. We were talking about a little bit earlier in the week, but we listened to a whole bunch of fans this morning uh, about the idea of Super Bowl or bust and what you know what makes it enjoyable for you when all is said and done? What is the success? What are you looking forward to in this bill season? All of these to me, they seem like kind of different questions but they're all the same at the end of the day. Is it Super Bowl or bust for you? Now, for me I don't think so. Uh, this is what I've said before. I don't think that I can ever get there, Super Bowl or bust. Maybe if they make it to the Super Bowl and I see it with my own eyes, the Bills in the Super Bowl, then I can get there. Then I can think, "All right, you know, this we need to get back here. This is what makes a a, a season successful." But I can't picture it. I can't picture sitting there on Super Bowl Sunday watching the Bills run out of the tunnel. I can't fathom watching that after all the Bills football, good and bad, that I've seen in my lifetime. Which basically is remembering watching the Bills right after the Super Bowl runs. So I can't get there yet to say if the Bills don't make the Super Bowl, the Bills don't win the Super Bowl, that... The season's not a success.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying Super Bowl are bust. That's not what I'm saying. I feel the Bills will be in the Super Bowl. But, but, Brian, you talk about that feeling, you know. I mean, for us, hey, last day of the game of the season for the Bills. All right, you know, maybe they'll win. Go into next season, right? That's what I'm used to the last, you know, however many years. Um, but the last two Super Bowls have just felt so different than any Super Bowl I can remember. Because... The Bills could have been there. Yeah. you know They, they could have been in the Super Bowl. And, and so that feeling has been new to me. And I think it kind of, kind of has opened me up to this feeling of, well, you know, the last two years, I it didn't seem ridiculous that the Bills could have been in that game. I Now I want to see them in that game. And I expect them there. Again, who knows how the season plays out? Who knows what happens? I, I'm not going to say Super Bowl or bust. But I expect, maybe not to win, I expect that Bills team in the Super Bowl this year.
1: I uh I'm with you on the Super Bowls felt different. I've enjoyed it much less the last year.
2: Yes, years.
1: yeah. I am ju- not as excited for the Super Bowl at all as I was before when uh, you know, it wasn't even thought of that the Bills would be in the Super Bowl. He had a little bit of time before the Bill you know, between the Bills ending their year and when the Super Bowl happened. Right. Uh it yeah, it was that kind of mood, um, the last couple of years of this could have been us. I can't really enjoy it because I'm not rooting for the bills. But I do think it does like having that attitude does something to actually watching the games, where if you're thinking Super Bowl or bust or you have these high expectations, it to me, makes the losses seem so much worse and the wins not matter as much. Like I'd imagine being a New England Patriots fan over the last 20 years. And you kind of have that attitude, and you have every reason to be that. All right, we expect to win the Super Bowl this year. And you know what? They did a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was insane. And the thing that I always took from that is is it really fun, though? You think about any team that has like championship expectations, who you go into the season before a game is played, and you're like, okay, I know. This team is, at the very least, going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be there long-term. Does it suck the joy out of the regular season at all? I think about this for a lot of different teams. I think about this in hockey a lot. You know, if you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan and your team is in the playoffs every single year for the last two decades, basically, and you're thinking about Stanley Cup, I mean, day-to-day in the regular season, it's not... You know, there's not as much riding on every game. You don't feel like these are the games that matter. If you were a Patriots fan over the last 20 years, I don't know. I feel like during the regular season, there's not that much juice behind every single game. And you win a big game, and it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, It doesn't hit quite as hard as it has over the past couple years for Bills fans. I hope we don't lose... Any of that
2: with the high expectations? You said that you know a few days ago, you said that, and that really stuck with me because I don't want to take away from the excitement of the regular season, something that we as Bills fans, you know, we get into every game. Every game is, a, as you know, a production, right? We get into every game as Bills fans, and I don't want to lose that. I don't want to be like, ah, oh, you know, it doesn't count to the postseason. I, I want to take in every game and, and not take every game for granted because then, hey, you trip, you trip up against Jacksonville, you know, you, you don't replace that feeling with a win. It's almost in the same
1: way that when the team stunk for so many years that I would feel about the games, right? Like <laughs> you uh, you go into a game and you're like, you know, whatever. It doesn't really – at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. The team's never going to make the playoffs. <laughs> so, you know, what do you, you know I, I can watch the game. Sure, you want to have a Bills play well, or whatever. I'm like ambivalent about it. Third quarter is nap time usually. Um, and a lot of Sunday afternoons where all right, you're watching the first couple quarters, the third quarter feeling a little tired. I'll uh, wake up with 10 minutes left in the fourth and be sure to see what happens. And I almost feel like you can maybe get that same way. Uh, you, you get it's two different extremes when your team is really bad, and then when your team is really good. Right. Uh, because it, at the end of the day, you're kind of like, ah, this isn't the game that matters. Whereas like the middle is the ground where, you know, every week you're, oh, it, one week could change whether you make the playoffs or not. You're up for every game. And that's kind of where the Bills have felt like they've been in the last five years or so. I hope that doesn't change this year where people start to get a little, I
2: don't think it is judging by no. what I've seen around town. No. But and remember, every game does mean something. You want home field advantage through the playoffs. Every game means that's something. That's true. That's Win true. That's every true. game. That's true.
1: Um yeah, and that's why hey, I'm about to planning on going out in the cold in Cincinnati in uh you know, in January. <laughs> that's right. Because I think it's gonna mean something. Yes. At the end. All right. Uh Bill's opening day. We're excited for it. Hopefully, so are you. Uh, 803 to join Beam and Beamer on WBEM. We really need new phones. T Mobile will
0: cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
1: New iPhone 15s? It's better over
0: here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Mm-hmm. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp.
1: Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the
2: Odyssey app It's b
0: and Beamer. Now Brian Mazurowski and Joe Beamer. News
1: Radio
2: 930 WBEN.
1: We are back here at WBEN. I like, you know, I like this text, Joe, that came in on our text board. Brian Mazurowski, Joe Beamer, here with you uh, together until about 10 o'clock or so. And we've been talking about, you know, the Bills game, all right, game number one on a season that a lot of people are hoping uh, hoping or expecting, some people, to end in a Super Bowl run. And we were talking about, all right, what's the plan for today, 803 to join us here on WBEN, give us a call or a text, and uh, especially what's your plan for tomorrow. That's always what I'm more interested in when it comes to, you know, these late-night Bills games. What's your plan for tomorrow, that's what I like. That's what I want to hear. How is it going to go down when you're staying up until, what, 11, 1130 yeah. watching this game? Oh, yeah.
2: I think it's going to be on the later end of things.
1: With 11. all the, you know, pomp and circumstance. I mean, they the NFL treats this game like a mini Super Bowl almost. Yeah. Ozzy Osborne halftime? And, you know, it's going to take him a while to make it out to the field. And back off. So do they got like an Aussie cart? I would hope so. Like uh, like mean, the pitchers in the bullpen? I mean, the guy is still recovering. I'm surprised he's even doing the concert. Recovering from just life in no, general? He had surgery. He's <laughs> <yeah, just, laughs> been recovering from something for the last <laughs> 25 years. This is true. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be a long one. So I'm always interested in the next day, and I, I love this text that comes in. The texter writes, Anybody taking off work because of a professional sports game needs to reassess their life priorities. Ooh, I like it. I don't. What does this person take I, I, off for? But, but that's uh, that's why I like it. I, I think it's a great, um, you know, segue into what else are you going to take off for? Like, you have... And, and it, again, this depends on the work. If you are, if you own your own business, you run your own store or something like that, and you decide to close, uh, you know, after every Bills game. I'm, well, yeah, hey, you can do whatever you want. Uh, but you know, that might be a little bit different than taking off of work in your personal job. But, all right, let's see your personal job. You have X amount of days off you can take a year. What are you taking those days off for anyway? I, I you could tell me anything. And I would tell you that that's trivial. Yes. I, you. Oh well. I, I. How dare you take off for a Bills game? I mean, I used my vacation to go on a cruise. But well, anyone. If you ask me, anyone taking a yeah. whole week off of work to go sailing around the Caribbean, uh, that's uh, you need to reassess your life priorities. That's I right. I mean, obviously, you don't care about work enough. I. You could literally say that about anything. Oh, taking off because it's my birthday. What are you six? I mean, do you need to even even my, the six year olds go to class on their birthday <laughs> to bring some cupcakes with them? Right? If that's allowed anymore, I'm not sure. But I I think it's a perfectly reasonable thing to take yeah. off for, and that is more than me just saying. This is somebody who has taken off and will continue to in the future take off of work for a sports game, and it's not just sports game. I've taken off of work around concerts. concerts. You, you go to a concert late night. You, you have to, you know, the alarm clock is right after 3 a.m. Guess what I'm not doing the next morning? Waking up right after 3 a.m. It's just, it's just not going to work out for me or for some people. You make that plan. I would think it's the responsible thing to That's do. Right. Instead of showing up to work, I mean, what would you rather have? Are we being irresponsible tomorrow? Maybe. Yep. Um, <laughs> what would you rather have, though, next to you? At work, somebody who is dragging their feet all day, who's complaining about being up late, or just somebody who's off on vacation—that's
2: uh, right—you know, nothing at all comes back fully charged, ready to go. Uh, this texture wouldn't be happy, Brian. I'm taking four days off this week for trips. Oh, you're the king
1: of days off for football. sports.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have two Thursday night games that I have to drive to, uh, which will result in four days off. So. And that's not even a professional sporting event, so I don't know what this texture uh, would think about that. But, but I, don't, I, I don't, agree with you. It's the. Re, I mean, uh, tomorrow, I don't think we'll be dragging, Brian. You and I, we are full of energy. Uh, I, I think that we <laughs> will. <laughs> I think we'll be in here in a good mood, regardless. And you know what? At noon or before, uh, we'll crash, right? Uh, but I agree with what you're saying. You don't want to be surrounded by a bunch of people who aren't pulling their weight because they're half asleep. I and I just like to think
1: if you have that mindset. Oh,
2: if you're taking off of work
1: because of pro sports, you need to reassess your life priorities. Well, I, I, what then rises to the level where you can take off work? I mean, do people who have this mindset do you leave days on the table? Like, are there people out there who don't use? I know there are, because I'm probably one of them. I, I have this system. I have no idea how many <laughs> days off I've taken. How many days off I have remaining? That's a good point. Um, uh, but I, are there people there who leave vacation on the table out of like some sort of strange principle? Yeah. That I, and I can understand if you leave vacation on the table because you get paid back for them at the end of the year. You know, that's one thing. Places do that. Yeah, that's um, oh, you know, or you know, sick time, or you know, a lot of different workplaces have different policies when it comes to that amazing Um, some some places you get no vacation you're taking off of work and you're making no money that day i mean that's a totally different thing right uh in in totality but i don't know what rises to the level of taking off of work or are you just working every day no matter what the occasion through and through Uh, only uh what weddings and uh Childbirth are the only two things that are allowed for taking off work. Is per- that it? This person's accumulated a lot of vacation days. I know. I mean, are you going to use it? If you get to do that and then at the end use them toward retirement and, you know, by the end of 20 years you're retiring three months early. Yeah. Did I mean, you, re- that, you know. Was it worth it? That's actually a good question. Three months early? I would say no.
2: No. yeah, it, not worth Everything it you missed out on over the years. For three months, what's gonna you know what three months are they? I'd even say for two years, it's not worth it because the the the, what you missed I think is more important. Um, I uh, somebody else is saying all
1: right, the work from home, allowing people to not work on a game day. That is the other part of this now. I think there's a lot of people Joe who would be doing what we're talking about, taking tomorrow off. um, You know, maybe dragging at work or not showing up, and instead. They don't have to worry about it because they're working from home, and there's not the commute. And you don't even have to look at the the actual work when it comes to this. Because working from home, like part of this is the waking up, getting ready, like set. You know, all the stuff that goes in pre work. I mean, how many hours a day, unless you go to work right around the corner from where you live, you're putting in at least a couple hours where you're waking up, getting ready, and then oh yeah, heading into working from home. You can wake up and just, boom, you're right there. Right. You can wake up at 8.55, clock in at 9. And, you know, a lot of work from home is not really working, like,
2: actively a, a lot. Just looking stuff up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're 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 just not in the setting where you feel like the pressure of you're being watched all the time. Like it's easier to have a down day or be dragging a little bit working from home rather than going to an office somewhere.
2: Right. Yeah. Like it, I'll take it back to us. If we're dragging tomorrow, people will know. Someone said doctors' appointments would be the other one. All right. So uh, weddings,
1: childbirth, doctors' appointments. I'm always like the other way. Again, I don't work the schedule to talk about this yeah. because it's very easy for me. I mean, we're out of here by noon, usually. And, I mean, you can make a doctor's appointment afternoon. noon. Like, it's, the doctor's office is open during the day. But for a normal working schedule, I could see that being a thing where, all right, do I have to take off like three hours here? Is that allowed? A half day? Something like that. Or, boom,
2: are we, uh, you know, getting out of here and uh, just taking the whole day for a doctor's schedule appointment. Schedule a bunch of th- – I know people that schedule a bunch of things on one day, right? I got a doctor's appointment. Maybe I'll go yeah. see a dentist, and I'll do some shopping. I'll make up for that day. I'm I'm not as productive. I, I can't remember the last time I asked a day off of work to be productive, probably to go uh, sit in court for a traffic ticket, which was years ago because as we've all Oh, I've done that too before. Yeah. Um, you have to take some time off of work because I got court. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: it happens. Uh, someone else, uh, you know, clapping back at the other texter. If you're texting into a radio show to make p- fun of people for what they enjoy doing with their time off, you might need to reevaluate. I agree. I agree with life. that texter. That, that is one of the things. It's to each their own. It's whatever you enjoy your time with, and uh, kind of you don't want to regret something, however many years down the line. Like you make fun of. We were talking earlier, uh, really early this morning, with. A uh, new company, new startup in Buffalo, went is what they're called, and they're making these uh, tickets because no one has tickets anymore. I've talked about this a m- bunch of times. It irritates me to no end. Where you don't have paper tickets anymore, everything's on your phone. But I like the ticket stub. I probably have a ticket stub to almost everything I've gone to uh, somewhere lying around in a drawer somewhere or on display, like in a concert poster or a tour poster. I throw the ticket stub in the frame, something like even like regular season sabers games i got ticket stubs all over the place i just never throw them out it's just there as a momentum like every once in a while you kind of flip through and it's like oh wow that was cool oh i remember that like oh there is something to that and that kind of plays into the person texting in about what you enjoy doing whereas uh, you shouldn't feel it's trivia if you really enjoy it whether it's a bills game a concert anything else I don't you shouldn't feel like it's too trivial to take off of work for right if that's something that you know you're gonna look back at and say that was awesome that was a great time I will remember that down the line because those moments are kind of few and far between in all of life I, I mean if that's something you are going to remember I mean I don't know how many concerts fit into this like in my lifetime, that I will remember, like, sights and sounds from that, like, in my head for forever. And there might have been a few of them where instead of uh, me taking it in and locking it up in the brain, instead in my brain I'm thinking about, you know, what I'll be thinking about later on tonight. It's like, is this uh, getting over anytime soon? (laughs) Like, uh, you, you
2: have one of those, right? What time does that start for you? Is that the whole game?
1: No, um, at about, actually tonight, 8.30 uh, kickoff, it might be, but uh, at about 10 o'clock I was, is yes. when I start to think. The first half... I'm not thinking about it at all. During halftime, I'm like, are these guys going to get back on the field? Like, what's going on
2: here? Why has Ozzy been out there for 25 minutes?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's going into the the B-sides here. (laughs) What kind of halftime show is this? Uh, But no, it's halftime. You start to get a little like, uh, and then right at about 10 o'clock is when I start to like, I look at the clock, and then I look at the game clock. And I'm trying to do a little bit of that math in my head. Like, all right, how much longer is this going to go? And then I look at the score, too. And then it becomes like, a, what is the score? Like, what does the score need to be for me to feel comfortable going to bed and, you know, not really missing anything?
2: What is that score? I don't, it, it's a feeling. It's how the game's going. Okay. Yeah. It, like, you really
1: have to give. I mean, if the score is like 31 to three and we are past. 7 minutes into the third quarter that might be enough for me to be like okay I'm, I'm good for tonight I'm going to take the extra hour of sleep that I wouldn't have gotten right if it's you know if we're talking a little closer or if it's like uh 31 to you know 20 or something even if it's a two score but like teams are scoring and you see it going back and forth and I mean come on after 13 seconds last year oh how, I mean, it's tough to really pick any point, but I think that's, uh, that's like a save. If it's a blowout five or so minutes into the second half, I start to kind of look at that and be like, okay, fourth quarter, two touchdowns.
2: Generally, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I mean, unless it's just one of those offensive shootouts, you know, I did see Appalachian State put 40 points in the fourth quarter this this last weekend. So anything can happen. Or even look at the Rams in the Super Bowl, the last football game that was yes, played. Yes, it was a comeback.
1: With, I mean, let's hope that doesn't play in the same building. By the way, can we? Uh, are we just going to put to one final time? And I want to do this one final time. How last year ended? Oh no because I I think we have to. It's just...
2: Snap is down. Butker's kick is on the way. It is up, and it is good. And we're headed to overtime. Looks to throw. Pumps once. Fires towards the end zone, and it is caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. The Chiefs hurl out out of the field. The Bills
0: slowly make their way to their locker room. The Buffalo season is over. Oh, my goodness. Talk about heartbreak.
2: You couldn't even put the Gabe Davis touchdown in there. Too? No, um, because I, I just feel like it's the
1: good. That, those were the last two uh, scoring plays of the game.
2: The,
1: that was a good starting point for this year. Like to you know remember have that like in, just in the back of your head of what happened at the end of last year. Going into this, it was the most unbelievable game I've ever watched in my life. Specifically. Those last 13 seconds of regulation, which, by the way, I was reading some, uh, you know, a big NFL preview. Some national writer was writing about it, and they wrote about the uh, unforgettable Patrick Mahomes 13 second touchdown drive in overtime. And that's when I stopped reading because I'm like, if you get that wrong, like to that extent, yeah.
2: what you wrote is not. important. I just compl- yeah.
1: I stopped reading. I threw it out. I'm like, all right, well, I can't read any uh, more of this or think about it anymore because the whole thing's garbage. But anyways, that touchdown to go ahead with 13 seconds left like the feeling because going into that it was a feeling of like ah like uh, dread a little bit and then when the Bills got the ball there was a little bit of confidence right where you're thinking okay I feel like we can make this happen and then it happened and when we scored that touchdown to go ahead I was speechless I, I could not believe it I immediately started texting people. I and you knew I was speechless because it was one of those things where you know Bill score a touchdown, you're cheering, you're getting up, you're like yeah, you you have like that normal touchdown celebration. That one was a like, I don't even know what to say. I don't think anything came out of my mouth. I went around hugging everybody. I was just like stunned. They did it. They got end of the game. They made it happen. They scored an unbelievable touchdown, and we're ready to go. And I started to text everybody, are you ready to go next week to the AFC championship game? And then to watch what happened next, it was, like, unbelievable how you can go from that level of uh, unspeakable excitement to just what happened. Like, how do you even – and I think I was speechless – for the entire rest of the game and for a good while after of like, what do you even do uh, there? So I'm hoping we don't relive that at all.
2: Oh, no, not one, not one bit. I um, yeah, that was a uh, heartbreak is uh, I think underselling it just a little bit. But yeah, I, I uh, the feelings when Gabe Davis scored that touchdown, Brian, and how quickly That went away. But uh, it's a new season. The uh, page has turned. Hopefully that's the last time we hear about 13 seconds, what Brian just played there. And uh, hopefully an enjoyable game tonight to kick off what I think is going to be a memorable and enjoyable season here in Buffalo.
1: I just like to, you know, you got to revisit it one more time. Just I am still every now and then I'll think about watching that game and how just unbelievable, unlike any other game it was how you're how excited and speechless that I was and to go from that to just deflating in a matter of seconds it it was incredible I'm hoping for bigger and better things this year we're excited and we're uh you know glad to see it really it feels like a continuation of last year in the playoffs it really does it feels like everyone is rallying behind it doesn't quite feel like week one it feels like a continuation yep of last year, in uh, in some
2: ways, with the excitement level around town. So, uh, looking forward to it. I'm ready to hop back in. Whatever you're doing tonight, hope you enjoy it. Have fun. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid. And uh, uh, let's just let's just hope for a, a fun a fun night here in Western New York. Uh, whatever it is you're doing, I have to apologize. I've been a little congested during the show. Um, a little aller- allergies kicking in, but we're gonna rest up. We're gonna get back back on track. Uh, for the game tonight, and I'll be sounding like a million bucks. Hopefully, w- maybe a little tired. Uh, tomorrow, have a great...
1: Wait, wait a second. Hang on. He's, I'm feeling a little confused. My plan is to stay awake until midnight No, I'm going
2: to th- th- no, take tonight a nap.
1: I'm going to take a nap And then wake one up hour. to be in here at 4 a.m., and I'm going to sound better
2: tomorrow. I just want everyone to hear that. I guarantee it. Okay. I guarantee it. We'll see you tomorrow. David Bellavia's up with four fantastic hours after this on WBEN.